Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Thank Your Pain podcast. I have the lovely Beatriz. I hope I said that correctly in the Brazilian yeah. accent. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I try to remember it. Um, with us today, she's a theta healer. Um, she's a hypno uh, hypno breathwork expert. All of these combination of healing and um, self-care that you can do to uh you know, heal your body, but also manifest things into your life. So I've brought her on today because she is going to be one of the seven speakers on the year of the man summit. She's going on the 31st of January. If you're listening to this afterwards by the recording, this summit has been so fire so far. Um, so today Bea is going to tell us all about theta healing, hypno breath work, and how men can utilize manifestation in their own lives, despite all of the woo woo and whatever that is surrounding manifestation, because it is an insane tool. So Bea, thank you so much for being here. First of all, of course, thank you so much for the introduction and for inviting me to this space. I'm so happy that we are here because I do believe that it's such an important work uh, to talk directly to men, because I feel that and I worked with uh, men category when I was working uh, in, in the marketing industry. So just talking a little bit more of my background, I come from the marketing industry before I become a coach, breath worker, specializing in manifestation and theta healing, all of that. I was still in the marketing industry, in the corporate world. And my first contact with like the men's word, world um, was when... I think it was like 2016 when I was working this, um, relaunching this brand uh, in Natura, which is the company. And we were launching a, a men's brand. And I had to really like go deeper into the topic and really understand how men's works. Like what is the mindset that they have? Like what drives some them to buy like uh, cosmetic products, which was a taboo years ago. Um, so I had to go like out deep into that. And one of like the biggest things I think I shared with you before was the documentary, uh, that they launched in Netflix a years back, uh, that it's called the mask you live in and talks about masculinity and like how society and the culture that we live in really, um, see the perspective of boys and how do they grow up and become a man and what what does it means and what means for them what means for society and it was such an important I literally watched like five six times before I even launched the brand because I want to make sure that the brand that we were launching was like really talking to them and understanding and really like giving space for men to express themselves and to be who they want to be so I think this work that you're doing is so important. I really, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for doing that because we need more people to just talking directly to men and giving them the space to um, have their own voice and their own space to be who they really want to be, despite of like being a man or a woman. So I think that's what my connection for being here there is no mistake like there is no mistake that the people who are listening to us right now are listening to us um and i think i feel that my my role in this in this podcast in the summit in the connection that we do have is to so i can bring a little bit of this perspective and this work that i learned uh and i can share with more men and give them the space to be who they want to be yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for that. And the crazy thing is, is I didn't even know that you worked for a men's brand and that you had watched this documentary multiple times before I actually asked you to be, you know, work with me on the platform. And I actually asked Bea to join the men's group coaching that I did. She came on and did a breathwork session for all the guys and they loved it. They were taken into such a different space than normal because it was like, you know, I don't work a lot with breathwork myself. And so, you know, getting into the physiological um, tools that we can use to release and to heal um, is, is a new area for me. Besides just what I do with like, you know, regular breathing and ice cubes and lemon and whatever to heal anxiety, but like yeah. the actual practice of it and having a full session was so powerful. And it's something that uh, the men were, they loved it because we don't acknowledge that men can do these these body work sessions, right? Like women are encouraged to 
go get a massage and to get their nails done. And they're encouraged a lot by like touch therapies and these small little self-cares that, that include the body like yoga and slow flow yoga. But if men do things like that, you know, there's all these stigmas. Oh, they're gay. They're weak. That's super feminine. You're a chick. Yeah. Now you're going to wear leggings now, like yeah. all of these, all of these stigmas. But when you can actually do it in a safe space, you realize how much the body is connected to your emotional source. And, um, so I just wonder like your thoughts on that. Yeah. Like this is a great point. Great point. And, um, I really highly recommend for everybody who is listening here to go watch this documentary, the mask you live in, because this is going to completely shift your perspective. If you were a man or if you were a woman, doesn't matter. And you're going to see as a woman, how important it is for you to change the way that you act, to change the way that you think, because it's also impacting how men are created and raised as a society. And men as well, like men also create that for themselves while they are um, raising their own kids. And I think what you said is so important because like we all are putting men in boxes, like they should be this way, they should act in this way, they shouldn't... Um, be expressed in their emotion and show how they feel about that because then they are considering that they are gay or that they are uh, feminine or they are like whatever is the, the concept that we are creating since we are little kids, literally since we are little kids. And the reason that we do that is because we are putting people in boxes all the time, especially men. So we have this vision of like this hyper masculinity and how it should look like to be a man. And then we treat others like that so when we do breath work it's so cool I think my very first experience to really like seeing this shift happening was when I used to have like a business coach uh, and he's a very like strategic person very like um, this very hyper masculine he's a very sensitive person and he's very in touch with his emotions but he has this very profile like very strong and like posting photos with his like arms exposed and like this strong way of like being a man like how does it look like and what society creates in the culture which is like completely not what is what is about being a man but uh, that's what he represents when you see his, for example, his profile. And I did a session to him. I did a breathwork session and he came up and I, I felt that he was like a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning because it's a very intimate thing that I put you like a, a sleep mask, like you create a blackout. So you just get in touch with your body, with your breath um, and you breathe into your belly, into your chest. And you just like release all of that. So he went through the session and he came up from the session. He was like, whoa like so many things come up like this is so powerful oh my god and it's funny because men get so much into that because they experience all of that and they don't need to talk really talk about that so I think that was the first moment that I was like whoa like why it's so much easier for women to just go into a session like that and express themselves. And the reason is because it was stimulated that women should express their feelings and men shouldn't. Men can be pissed off. They can be like angry. They can express that, but they cannot express how sad they are. They cannot express how upset with a situation or how emotional touch they are because then it's not being a man, which is, bullshit. I'm sorry to use that, but it, no, it it's is okay. Well, and you I know? love that you brought that up because also then we find like, <laughs> we find this movement now where it's like, men are so aggressive. We need to teach men to be better. And it's like, at the same time, what do you expect? Because the only Im acceptable emotion from men is aggression is anger or else what they're weak. They're a pussy. They're, they're not a man. Yeah. And so in it, in it's men who teach other men to stay in this context, but it's also women who support that too, because women are, have also been brainwashed to believe men are a certain way. And so yeah. then you find women wanting men to be more sensitive yet being uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And so yeah. we all need a big wake up call that emotions don't have a genetic. And we went totally off the topic that I thought we were going to go on, but this needs to be said. We're really vibing right now. Um, you know, like emotions are not genetic. They're not like, Hey, men only get aggression and anger and being horny, like, right. Like being these sexual fiends and yeah. women, you know, they get all, 
sadness and crazy emotions. And like, if you're a person who's very in tune, your emotions shouldn't be these crazy ups and downs. And, you know, like when you learn how to understand yourself and your body, you can regulate your emotions. You can have discussions without having them be blowups or conflicts. And so I love that you brought that up because we're, we're a world of angry women and men that are like, you know, women need to feel safe and men are the problem. And like, we blame each other, but we are all part of the problem and we are all part of the solution. So we help yes. men of today understand that, you know, they're really not doing it on purpose because that's just all they know. So mm -hmm. understanding how to help them heal and then teaching children that it's okay to feel all these things is that's, what's going to create change. Not just like shaming and blaming everybody and making them feel like worthless, you know? Yep. And I think there is like a data that um, I saw in the, the documentary there shared that it shows that there is like a 50,000 um, psychological tasks that they do with boys and the same 50,000 uh, psychological tasks that they do with uh, girls. And when they see the results of this and the curve, the bell curve of this results, when they superimpose, they see that they overlapping 90%, which means that psychological, we are all the same. There is no difference, most of the results. And which means for us that the brain is plastic. That's something that we know scientifically. The brain is plastic. So if you never heard about neuroplasticity, that's what we talk about. And what creates what we think and the experience that we have is what we hear and what we experience through life that shape our brains in a way that makes us think that that's the way that we should put men in this box. And that's the way that you should believe in this, which connects through the, what we were saying, why it's so powerful to go through our experience of a breath work, uh, theta healing, uh, mindset work is because you are working on all these beliefs. You are working on all this um, psychologic triggers that we create since we are uh, little kids. So when we talk about neuroplasticity, why breath work, why theta healing is so powerful, it's because it goes direct in these limiting beliefs that we are collecting through our experience of life. So I do have a lot of limiting beliefs that I'm still working on. I still have a lot of triggers. I was like just this morning having a couple, uh, couple coaching uh, call that I have with uh, my husband and we do that this session and I have always things that I want to work on and I still have limiting beliefs that are coming up triggers that are coming up so this is like a forever work that we are doing because this has been like 30 years that I'm collecting all these beliefs and through breath work, through theta healing, through mindset work, I'm able to have awareness around this and choose what I do want and what serves me better from a perspective of, from, from a place of this is connect to my heart, to my true self and not through the conditions and now the, the plasticity that I created in my brand since I was born. So uh, breath work is very powerful and just connecting to the thing and why I'm here. Breath work, this type of technique that I do that I, I'm calling now the theta breath work because it's a combination of theta healing and hypno breath work, which is breath work, hypnosis and visioning. It's a process that really connects you through your higher source. I do believe in a higher source and it doesn't matter if it's God, universe, um, divine creator. My husband called pizza because he believes that pizza is the best thing in the world. So whatever you believe, you can use the word that you want, but I know that there is a higher source that it's guiding me. And when I'm connected to that, I have the guidance that I need and I have the answers all within myself and I can find this answer and I can really find my source, my own source, my own uh, true essence to answer and to guide myself through life and through my purpose so I can live this life that I want. So this is available to everybody. And when we go through breath work, when we go through the theta healing process, theta healing process, we can really like have clarity in what are the limiting beliefs? What are the things that are holding me back? What are the things that are creating the roadblock? And how can I change that? What is my intuitive action that is going to lead me to the path and to the life that I want to create? I hope I answered your question. You just said so many things. <laughs>
No, I love that. I love that. It was like you were speaking the gospel. Uh, and I love that you brought up connection to a higher source because I feel like so many people who are very successful and who have gone through like a lot of pain or who have overcome or done a lot of mindset work, they always say something similar and they say exactly what you say, right? Like it doesn't have to be God, right? Like connection to a higher source and drawing that back, there was a quote by Wayne Dyer, um, RIP. He was awesome. He talked about how, you know, if you, people like look at source as something outside of them, but just because you take a bucket of water from the ocean doesn't make it any less the ocean, right? So like, I totally resonate with that. And why I'm bringing that in is because when we talk about theta healing and breath work and connecting to a higher source, what you said was all of the answers are within us. And what I find a lot of men do is they try to seek the answers outside of themselves because yes. they have been taught to, to ignore what's within them. And so they spend their lives chasing and earning and chasing and earning, and they find themselves so disconnected from themselves, from other people. They've spent 40 years in this job that they now find they really don't like. They have no purpose, no passion. They're divorced sometimes. You know, they, they see these patterns passing on to their kids and they don't know. They're like, I did everything right. According to what a man should be, I did everything right. And so if you're listening to this right now, I want you to think about what you feel the definition of a man is. And if you were to even play that out perfectly, would you have a satisfying life? Because, mm -hmm. you know, when we look at that, it's like, think about what we've all been domesticated to believe all the lies, all of the training that we've gone through and what, for what does it actually make a satisfying life? So think about that yourself. And that's a point where you can start to look at modalities like this and how you can stop seeking outside of you and start diving into you. And that is exactly what Bea is saying is that hypno breathwork connects you to yourself. It connects you to your soul and it allows you to not only have the answers come to your mind, but to feel it in your body, to feel that release yeah. in your body. Right. Yes. yes. Oh my God. This is so perfect. And I think like this, what you just said, it's so important. And I just want to like bring this up again. Like we are receiving message all the time and like this is how we are raised and our culture like really put us is that we need to find out the answers outside oh my god i just want to bring this up again you don't all the answers that you need is within yourself all the answers everything that you are looking for you can find within yourself and i'm not saying by that like you shouldn't hire a coach you shouldn't like ask for help or invest in course. No, I think this is all great. So it can help, helps you to expand and grow, but knowing that this will be tools that it will always put you in contact with yourself. So you can find yes. the answers. I was just going to say the purpose of the coach and the courses is not for you to like get the answers from them. It's for them to push you to dive deeper into yourself, to see yes. the things that you can't see. Right. Yeah. Like, and I think this is gives me like another like great topic that I don't I'm not going to dive deeper into that. But uh, something very important is that the industry of coach got very like it's very. It's almost like walking in shells because sometimes a lot of people like talk about coach and how like, oh, this is like bullshit, like this is not true. It really doesn't help you. It's because a lot of coaches, they do a lot of telling like. And that's what connects you. Like I'm looking for answers and like, I'm going to give you the answer. A great coach is not going to give you the answers. A great coach will ask you the right questions so you can find the best answer for yourself. That's what a great coach does. And of course, there are situations when, where we can share um, experience. And like, that's why this podcast is about also like for us to share experience that we had in our own life, because we learned through others experience as well. But what is the most important is to find someone that can ask you the right questions that will guide yourself. Sometimes my, my coach asks me questions that he doesn't even know, like the breakthrough that I had, because it's all within myself. And that's what a great coach does. He just asks you questions and illuminate perspectives that you are not really seeing because you are in a zoom in and not zooming out the situation. So, um, I think this is a, a very important topic. The other thing that you were saying that I just want to go back and add that I think it's very important when we talk about like higher source um, and higher power 
is that if we really take like a, just an example as how important it is for us to talk about that and men be more involved with that is because if we take like a little piece of, I love to give this example. If you take a little piece of your brain, we take a little piece of your brain and we see, we're going to see that it's made of tissues and these tissues are made of cells and our cells are made of molecules. And this, this, it's always messed up in my accent. Molecules. 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 It's Perfect. so hard for me. Like <laughs> so hard molecules and these molecules are made of atoms and what atoms are energy. So everything's energy. You are energy. Your body is energy. So everything's energy. So we are all connected. When we say like, when we hear a lot of like spiritual and healers and spiritual teachers and altars saying like, we are all one, it's because everything is energy. You are mm -hmm. energy. So we are connected in some way. And when we think about that and we think that there is this higher source that it's guiding is because there is a directed connection with you and this higher power. And if there is this direct connection, when we talk about manifestation, there is a great book that I'm going to say here as well is ask and it's given. It's because you have the power to ask for what you want and create the life that you want. So manifestation, it is real. The law of attraction, it is real because we are all energy and we can really create all we want. What holds you back to create the life you want is your limiting beliefs, is your comparison, is your envy and jealousy. That's our like low vibration frequencies that holds you back to create the life that you want. And the job, the work here, Breath work, theta healing, mindset work, all of that is just helping you to vibrate in a high frequency so you can create the life and attract the things that you want. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I'm so glad that you brought up energetics because um, exactly like what you said with coaches, first of all, there's a lot of coaches that do a lot of telling. And, um, you know, unfortunately coaching is just like some other industries where people get into it. They just want to make money. They don't necessarily understand or come from a, a good place. But when you really understand the science of spirituality and energetics, like, um, what is it called? The, the art of understanding yourself or something like that by Dr. See, I don't understand. I don't remember. He's it's off my head right now, but someone listening to this is going to know exactly what I'm talking about. They're going to say it out loud right now. Um, <laughs> um, you know, like it is scientific because of everything is energy. And what they is saying is like, if everything is energy, then we're all connected in some sort of way. So the intention of putting out what you want, it's going to connect into that giant energy field where somebody else, if they're open, they're going to receive it. And the more open you are to that, like the larger your channel becomes, right? So the easier you can bring things into your reality. Doesn't mean you don't work for it or you don't put the intention out there or whatever. That's not the point. And that's where some coaches kind of like lead you astray, right? And that's like part of the marketing scam is like make everything happen in five minutes or less or whatever. Like, and also like, so I just wanted to bring this up because um, I, I have feel... a, a good example that I can okay, help perfect. like people to really connect more with like how we are all one and how we are like all connected. Okay. So think about your body. Mm -hmm. If you, we look like your cells, your cells are individuals, right? So if you take one cell as an individual cell, but your cells also come together to create like your organs, right? So your organs are also, if you take it's like an individual thing, but when you look, it's a part of a system of your body. So when you look your whole body, there is all like this individual space. That's who we are in this world. Yes, we are an individual, but also I'm part of like all the yes. system. And in order for the world, this like planet our earth that we are in order for this to work well we have to know that we are part of a system and if i am not working very well i'm gonna be it's a part of the system that it's not working well so the power that we all do have in the impact in the world it's massive but people don't think that they are powerful enough to make an impact in the world but each individual is powerful enough to make an impact and to make a difference worldwide. So that is, that's an extremely powerful example. And now this is bringing me a little bit off topic, but when you give an example like that, like think th this might like open up some minds right now, because like, think about this. If we are 
kind of operating as individual cells, just like individual cells operate in the body. Every single day in your body, um, there's like cancer cells being destroyed because all it takes is one cell to be cancerous and then it just multiplies incorrectly. It's basically a cell that is multiplying incorrectly, right? And your body looks at that and says, hey, this is not right and it attacks it. Cancer happens when it doesn't spot it on time. It doesn't um, you know, cooperate and the body starts attacking itself, right? If we are the individual cells of the, and we make up the universe as a whole, every single person is a cell. Every single person matters. And oh, yes. if you think like about- get, I'm getting goosebumps and all over. If Seriously. You think, I'm so glad because if you think about then the aspect of like our society right now and how we are turning against each other and we're all enemies, it's similar to- your nervous system turning against yourself, right? You mm-hmm. start attacking the very thing that you're living within, right? Yeah. We're destroying the planet. We're attacking each other. We have wars. We're going against each other with the whole coronavirus thing, creating enemies. We need to stop turning against each other, stop turning against each other as cells and understand that we are part of a whole and help each other out because that's how it's going to thrive. Because if we just destroy it, we destroy it for everyone, including ourselves, not just the other person. Yeah. Right. That's oh my what God, I, that's I, what I that. thought of when you brought that up. I love that. This is awesome. And I thought, I really think that this can bring a lot of awareness to a lot of people, not just men, but a lot of people that really need to hear that and making a parallel with like the men's society and how uh, they are taught and that they should be like arguing and be aggressive and be like, just going to bring that up. I'm so glad you're bringing this up right now. Yeah. Like it's, it's just like, they are putting you in a box and you are allowing yourself to be in that box. So now if that's the sign that you were waiting for, that's your time to really free yourself from that box. You don't need to be all of that, that they are saying that you need to be, to become a man. Oh my God, I literally just got goosebumps. <laughs> this this connection is like literally being spoken from the divine right now. We didn't expect to talk that. about any of this. Everybody who's listening, this just this is just coming out. So obviously, it needs to to be talked about. Um, and and so, you know, looping all of this back in with uh, men and what they're taught. You know, when you're thinking about this for your own healing. And, you know, you confront something like, maybe I do need to change. Maybe I need to go into a new space, um, et cetera. Where, where do you think that people should start? Cause like theta healing, breath work, hypno breath work. That's a lot of stuff that even I'm super new to. So is there a place that we can start maybe as like a, a beginner to expert level? What do you think? I think this is a very, very good question. And probably a lot of people ask about that Uh, but I think to be honest the first exercise is like really tuning to your heart and really notice like what feels like more interesting what feels more exciting what feels more easy in terms of like good for you because there is no right answer here there is no like you should start in this point you should start doing that no I'm not going to give this answer because I don't believe in that. I believe that you should start where it feels more welcoming, where where feel more is like right for you, where it feels more calling you. And I think the first exercise is like tuning to your body, tuning to your heart. Like, what does it feel for you? Like, do you feel that you want to go through breath work? Do you feel that you want to like just start doing some meditations? Do you feel that you want to just like, start to write down and journaling about things that really feels right so there is no like right uh space to start i would say i started reading more books about that so that was my starting point i have people that start with like coaching mindset coach i have people that had started with like a single session of uh breath work that really transformed I personally start with books and then I start to experiment very different modalities so I could understand what works better for me. So I did many type of like healing energy work before I even decide like what is that works best that I'm seeing more results in my life so I can serve better. 
And for me right now is the Theta breathwork because it's a combination of two big things that really worked for me, Theta healing and breathwork. So I put both together because it, it really gives a lot of results in my life and my client's life. So I don't have an answer, to be honest. I, I just think that people should just tune into their heart and see what works better for them. And if it's like reading more books, it's like, go read some books, go look into like spirituality and growth and, and themes that really attract you. No, I love that. I think that's a perfect answer because once again, it points people back to their own compass, right? We don't yeah. need to look to somebody else for the answer because yeah. you will know when you start practicing what, where is my intuitive compass leading me? And you can't go wrong. Your, your, yeah. your intuition never leads you into the de death pit. That's what I tell people. I'm like, yeah. your, your gut never leads you to danger because it's meant for your survival. So if anything, yeah. you can really trust that. So, um, and I think that this is important because with the society and culture and all the, the boxes that we are putting in and us in, we are kind of like disconnecting from this, uh, intuitive connection that we have, uh, with ourselves, with our heart, with our intuition. And I think that, one of the things that I see helping most uh, in terms of connecting to your intuition is meditation. This is like a basic thing that you can start doing. And I know a lot of people might be thinking right now, yeah, but I'm too busy. I have too many things in my mind. I don't have time for that. Meditation doesn't look like silence. Doesn't look like you need to be seated and you have a lot of thoughts and then you cannot control your thoughts. That's not what meditation is about. Meditation is about you creating a safe space for you to sit down with yourself. That's what meditation is. It's about you creating space, space with yourself, with your thoughts and with your heart. And if you have a lot of thoughts coming up through like the five, 10 minutes that you are sitting with yourself, that's okay. There is no problem with that. But what needs to happen is a detachment from control in that moment. If you have a lot of thoughts, just let the thoughts come. Just let the thoughts just like pass in your mind. Like imagine there are clouds in the sky and each, each thought is a cloud. Imagine that you are looking to a road and each car is a thought and just let them go and just detach yourself from the need to control how is the, 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 the car walking, riding in the road? How is the cloud passing through your mind? Just release that. So I think if I could give like a, a good example of like how to start to connect to your intuition would be creating like this space for meditation, just five minutes a day, just three minutes a day, just, and then you increase like 10 minutes. And then you're going to see that you start to feel different things in your body. You start to really uh, connect with yourself in a different way. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you so much for those, those first steps, because it, it, I think it really does help people at least in the beginning for a little bit of guidance. And so I kind of want to ask a more like personal question, if that's okay. Um, yes, let's do because, it. Because you're obviously very spiritual into healing into, you know, I don't know if you like crystals, I've got a bunch behind me, whatever, but um, you know, you're also married to a man and he's got his own business. It's mindset coaching. I've actually, I did a, a live stream with him a few months ago. That's how we actually got connected and met. Yes. Irony. Cause we've never talked again, me and your husband. But, um, so my question is like, when you guys met, was he into all of this? Was he open to emotions and expressing, or was that something you guys also had to work on? Mm -hmm. Great question. Love that. Love personal questions. Um, I have great, great stories about how we met. So just giving like a quick answer would be like, yes, he was already working on himself when we met. So he was already going through his own journey. Uh, and I am lucky to find him. And he's also a very lucky person as an individual because he grew up in a family who really like his mom is amazing. She just knows she works with a lot of kids. So she knows how important it is to express your emotions and to really like be who you want to be. So she always, she has been always supportive in this term. So I think he had a very, um, I don't know the word to use here, but he's lucky enough to grow up knowing that he was able to express himself and to cry and to be loving and to be caring. 
So um, a lot of people, a lot of men, most of the men that doesn't have this opportunity. So yes, when we met, he was already working on, um, on himself. So it was not a lot of work for me to really like, you need to express yourself. You need to show up your emotions or things like that. But I do have a very interesting story when we met. Uh, so when we met was uh, 2019, a few years back. Uh, and I was living in Brazil, I was working in a marketing industry at that point. I had just quit my job and I was moving to Malaysia to work with Mind Valley, which is a personal growth company. Um, and I was um, in this transformational process of my life in a very healing process, very deep process where I was starting to read more books, do more programs. And one of the things that I realized was that I want to live my purpose. I want to really like work on myself and really give myself the opportunity to be extremely happy and create the life that I want. So for this reason, I quit my job that I was working for almost seven years, which was not an easy decision because I was happy there. I was making a good amount of money. I was being promoted all the time. I had opportunities there, but I felt in my heart that my intuition was leading me to something bigger. I didn't know what was that, but I, I knew that. So that's the reason that I quit my job and moved to Malaysia to work with Mind Valley. In this process of like leaving Brazil, going to Malaysia, I decided to do um, a trip with some friends and go for a conference that it's called Summit of Greatness with Lewis House. He has the School of Greatness, a big podcast. So he has this conference and I decided to go because it was like the things that I was looking for, like more uh, authors and motivational speakers and really get more into that. So I went there with my friends and when I saw him, it was, a. am not going to go in, deeper into that because it's a very cute and loving story. Uh, <laughs> uh, but when I saw him, I just knew it was him. Like, I, and he had the same feeling. Like we, we crossed each other. We were walking and I said, hi, I just felt to say, hi. I said, hi, he got very super like nervous and he's not a nervous person at all. Like he always like talks to everybody and like, it's very comfortable with like connecting and but he felt very nervous. So he felt something that moment, which was like a very weird um, feeling for both of us. And then we start to talk and he came and he introduced himself. And in that moment, I was like, fuck, I'm moving to Malaysia. I'm focusing <laughs> my business. Like, oh my it's God, I just knew that it was something there. And he felt the same. And literally like one week before the event, I was telling my friends that I was like, I'm want to focus on my career. I want to focus in my business. Uh, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. And he, on the other hand, he was talking with his best friend and he was like, I'm cool. If I'm like single until my 60 years old, like I'm really cool. Like I, I just want to find a partner for life. And if I don't find anyone like until my 60s, that's okay. Like I'm cool because I'm, I'm feeling good with myself. One week later, there we were, and we met each other, and I told him about to move to Malaysia, and he was like, okay, I don't know how we're going to figure this out. I live in U.S., you're moving to Malaysia, which is, like, completely opposite, uh, but we're going to figure it out, and we both just had this, like, deep trust that whatever the universe would do for us, like, it would work out, and I had, like, literally... I, I know that a lot wow. of people can see trust the universe is what her I, yeah I have a tattoo list. in my hands that say trust the universe and I did this tattoo like literally one month before um I met him um and I just knew that the universe would would work out in mysterious ways and if it was not supposed for us to be together I knew it wouldn't happen but I had this trust so I moved to Malaysia he was in US uh, my mornings were his late night his night was my early morning. So that's the time that we had to connect. We had very both like very individual lives, but we knew we want to be together. So we were making it work. Um, and he, we were very expressive about that. We were, we are very, both of us are very independent persons. So sometimes it's like, okay, like I need to think as a couple, like I really need to think that now it's not just myself. I have someone that I, that I really love and care about. And it's a practice for both of us. And since we got married, which is a lot of, a lot of great stories around that as well, like a great deep uh, conversation. Um, we understand that 
a lot of people say like what marriage is. One thing that I'm going to tell you is that all this bullshit that people told you about what marriage is, throw in the garbage. That's not true. You will find out what marriage is for you. And it doesn't matter what others say. What matters is what works for the couple. And this is something that we are still figuring out. Like what really works for us? What really marriage represents in our life? And we are finding out in the journey. It doesn't have like, you don't have to have all the answers before you committed to a relationship. You know that if your intuition says that that's the person, that's the person that you want to be with, follow it. There is a reason that your intuition is bringing you to that. So I always go over the topic. I'm like sharing a lot of stuff, but uh, I think like, that's what I felt like the first thing was like, I knew it was him before I even know him very well. I just knew I had like this very intuitive feeling in my heart that was telling me like, Ooh, there is something bigger there. Okay. Well, I have and, to just pause you there for a second because yes. I, I want everybody listening to know that, you know, when Bea had this feeling she was very, you know, already involved in like self-help and learning herself. And so was Nick also, because sometimes when you get this feeling and you haven't gone through that healing process, it can be uh, like a, a very big red flag, like a very toxic thing. So that's why I really wanted to point that out because some people get these feelings and they're like, I meant to be with this person, but the p- person is abusive. They're toxic. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. good for you. And the thing is, like she got this feeling and she, because she was already on this spiritual journey, she had already done the, the healing work. Obviously, like she said in the beginning, it's never done, but the, there's a difference you feel when the energy is clean and it's not coming from a need for validation or f- coming from the, the pain points that you have. And sometimes there is a reason why we are attracted to those toxic people. Like it gives you a signal that there is something in there we need to heal, but that doesn't yes. necessarily mean they're your soulmate. So just yeah. had to put that out there that she was on so this important. journey. So make sure if you're, you know, like you're, you're trusting these signs from the universe and everything like that, that you are doing the self work, you know, first and foremost, because that is really what's going to help you trust the universe and trust your instincts when it comes to things like that. Absolutely. Like, I'm so thankful that you brought this up. Like, this is so important. Uh, the reason that I felt that I'm, I'm so liking trust with that is because I do work on myself a lot. I do mindset coaching. I do a lot of energetic healings process. I really do a lot of course. I really study a lot. I read a lot of articles. I watch a lot of authors videos. Like I really do work on myself mm-hmm. because that's what's important for me. And that's what led me to where I am right now. Definitely. No questions asked. Yes, I love that. I love that so much. And and like I said, it doesn't mean that there's not going to be growing pains or mistakes along that journey of trusting yourself, but there's such a difference. And I wonder if you feel that too, but like once I started to become just aware of the traumas that I had, the blocks that I had, it really became so much easier to process and discern my choices and where Mm -hmm. I was being led in life. It became so much easier to trust my intuition, even if it was crazy, like when it was like, okay, just go to Ecuador for a month with no plan. Okay. I'm going, I bought the ticket and then go to Colombia. And then you spend a month in Colombia. Like I have those moments and you trust that because what you are doing is you are starting to become in tune with the energetics of the smallest components of your cells. Like we said, that they're always moving and they're connected to everybody else's cells, right? So this is this is what I thought about like how manifestation really worked the other day is that your desires are in perfect alignment with someone else's desires, just like a puzzle. You are a piece, you are a puzzle piece, right? So when you when you trust your gut, when you go to the desires, you'll find that the universe aligns you with someone in an exact, uh, like an exact perfection with somebody else who needs what you offer or who wants to give you something that they're trying to get rid of Like, and so when you trust that things go easy for you, and this is what, oh my God, I just have to touch on so many things with you because we're in such alignment. Men are taught to suffer. Men are taught that they can only receive via hard work, via the grind. Um, And me and Joe, uh, we always fight about this. He's a speaker in the summit also, and he's on Friday. And we always fight whenever we talk about this because he really (laughs) believes in the power of suffering. 
And there's a difference between suffering and having learning lessons, right? But men Mm -hmm. are taught to suffer and they're taught to deny themselves and deny their desires. And what you do is you make an incomplete puzzle when you do that, because you are not, because we are all connected, because we're all part of a system. When you, when you fulfill your desires, it's selfish, but selfish is a good thing because it also helps somebody else with their desires. And when you don't, other people are like mishap in theirs as well, right? Like, so when you dive into your desires, it sounds so stupid. It sounds so crazy considering what society has told us, but being completely selfish, going for what you want helps everybody else get what they want so much easier as well, because that was given to you for a reason. You have that, you are a puzzle piece in that design for a reason. I love that. And it doesn't mean that there is just one piece of the puzzle that it's going to feel that spot that you have. There are many pieces that can feel that. Yes. But you are the only one who can say that that's the right piece for you. And in order for you to know that you have to work on yourself. Yes, absolutely. Um, Me and you could, oh, go ahead. You, you brought me a, a very interesting story, like about this signs and message that we received, which was my very first breathwork session that I had in my life. I was in this conference and I had this first breathwork session. And I, I, at that point, I was still working on the marketing industry. I was not in the journey that I am right now, but I had this, the breathwork session and I brought into the session my intention to figure out why the universe was giving me so many messages about courage. So everyone that I was meeting in the conference was giving me like an underlining message of courage. And I was like, why? Like I'm getting this, like, what is the message that I, I, I need to receive here? So I, I went to the breathwork with this intention and what came up through in the middle of the session, I start to see an image of me, my 12 years old. I used to write meditations. I didn't know at the time that it was meditation. I used to call as like relaxation sessions. So I used to write things like, imagine that you were in a waterfall. Imagine that you were playing with your favorite doll. Imagine that you were feeling like that. And I used to put my friends in my room put like a relaxing music and charge them 25 cents. That's my, like my business. Uh, so uh, 25 cents. And in the moment of the memory that came up, I saw like my notebook and I saw their name with the charge that they owe me. And I remember the feeling that I had. I remember the feeling of like, wow, I feel so good in providing this to them. So when this memory came up in the middle of the breath work, I was like, what the heck? Like, get out of my mind. Like, why this is coming up? Like, it makes no sense. Little did I know that I would be like quitting my job, changing my life, becoming a breath worker and working with energetics and things like that. Um, but what, why I'm bringing this up is because sometimes you, you are receiving message. You are like, there is this higher source talking directly to, to you and giving you the, the, the message, the memories, the feelings Uh, of something that you need to be aware of but because you are so disconnected to that you don't notice you don't understand you don't give the opportunity to sit there and 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 settle in so I think this was a great example for me at that moment I didn't understand I tried to control what are the thoughts but in a few months I was like oh now I got it it makes sense. And until nowadays, I use this story because for me it was like, wow, such like a, a awakening moment for me. And really like in order for me to help more people, I can really like use this story as a way to wake you up. Yeah. So just being tuned with your feelings, just being tuned with the thoughts that you have, just being tuned with yourself that you are being guided. I love that. I love that. So powerful. And I have like a very similar experience. Um, I won't tell a long story, but you know, when I was younger, I wanted to be a singer and actress. Um, but like, you know, at one point when I was there, I was like, this is just like a cattle call. I can't do it this way. I'm going to do it my own way. Whatever went off traveling. Like it's been like 10 years, right? I'm not a singer or an actress. Um, (laughs) but I trusted that like, this was still going to happen for me because now my career is, you know, a men's mental health coach, totally opposite. Right. But I started my business by putting, posting videos on LinkedIn. And I realized the other night, like, oh my God, my talk show is going to be about this. And 
sometimes we have these inklings, we have these passions, we don't know how they'll come to fruition. We just have to trust, like you said, like I needed to get all these tools first to have, like I had that desire for a reason. And I realized, oh my God, ever since I've been young, I've had this ability to tell people what they need to know. What, like people would just come to me with their problems and somehow I was able to, t- how, how could I do that at like 10 years old? That makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all, but it doesn't need to make sense in our yes. lives. In fact, like you said, I don't need to make sense of it. I just need to realize, holy shit, I was, I've been doing this since I was young and now I'm able to put language to it. I, like this was meant for me, right? Yeah. And now the TV show and stuff, that's manifesting too in the way that it was meant to, not in the way I tried to control it, not in the way I tried to force it, but when I let go and I just lived my life, I curated the tools I needed to fully live out that divine purpose and passion. So, wow, me and you could talk like all day. I love that. Everything. This is like literally nothing of what I was thinking that the conversation so would either. go, but I love that it was this way. I know. Well, it must've been something that people listening really needed to hear. So yeah. um, I don't want to take up all of your time because we could talk all day, but I appreciate yeah. you so, so much for being here, for sharing your heart, your stories with us. Um, as an ending note, is there anything that you would say to men who are, you know, starting their journey, looking for a change um, and who might need some courage themselves to start that process? Um, I think like a few things that I actually said through our conversation, but I think one of the most important things for me is for them to understand, for you who are listening, understand that this box that society, your parents, your friends, um, people that were in your life put you and you allowed yourself to be there. That's your time to be free of that. Like you don't need to be living in this box. There is no right and wrong. There is no like in order for you to be a man, you should do that. I think the most important thing is being in touch with your heart, being in touch with your intuition, because you can be whoever you want to be. Like I am saying that with all my heart and with 100% confidence that you can be whoever you want to be. And in order for you to start to live the life that you want, just break yourself out of this box that a lot of people created for you and you allowed yourself to be there. So just break out of this box and go live the life that you want. And you can start by just like small steps in your day-to-day to just like talk more about what you're feeling, talk more about what is the, that you are experiencing and, and start to ask for help. There's nothing wrong in ask for help. It's amazing to ask for help. It's amazing to have a community that supports you. It's amazing to have a coach, to have a friend, to have a, a teacher that really like helps you to grow. That's why we are here. I'm sure that you would love to support and to help others. So give this to yourself first. Wow. Absolutely. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So wonderful, beautiful to have you here, Bea. I'm so grateful. Thank you, everybody who's listening. Um, she will once again be speaking at the Year of the Man Summit on the 31st. If you have not seen the recording or you haven't gone to the summit, go there. It's on my website because this is going to be nothing but gems. So thank you guys. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that.